This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and this Tuesday, like every other single day, I'm going to read you an article to make you a better real estate investor. The article comes from biggerpockets.com slash blog, but you're busy, so we give you the information in audio form too. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The number one way to keep tenants happy by Andrew Sirius. A prospective tenant might very well fall in love with a house or apartment before signing the lease. They may move in as happy as a clam, but after a while, that sheen will wear off. Soon enough, their only experience with their property manager and or landlord, aside from basic updates, is that once a month, you take their money. This, of course, is not the best way to win someone's heart. The only other consistent contact you have with a resident is maintenance, and it is here where you can make all the difference. Property managers keep tenants happy by resolving maintenance issues. The biggest expense that you can control as a landlord and or property manager is reducing your turnover. Less turnover means less vacancy and fewer turnover expenses. And the most effective way to reduce turnover is to increase your lease renewals. So, how can you accomplish this? Good customer service. And the very best customer service you can offer a tenant is quality maintenance. Think of your tenants as your clients and your maintenance as customer service.
Tenant Maintenance Requests So require that maintenance requests be in writing. If applicable, request that they are sent through your property management system. But at the very least, requests should be made via email. That way, there is no confusion as to what is being requested. Also, ask for permission to enter to be granted up front. Remember, each state's laws are different regarding notice of entry. So, talk to an attorney to make sure you are in compliance. That being said, the one thing I would make sure to avoid is allowing a resident to pick the time or negotiating it in each instance. You will inevitably end up with a lot of work orders that need to be done in the morning, at lunchtime, or right after work. This will, one, be a complete headache to schedule, and two, lead to a lot of downtime if you have a maintenance tech on staff or delays if you are using a contractor. Emergency Maintenance Requests You must also make sure to have a system for dealing with emergency maintenance requests, most notably, a phone number tenants can call. Now, many such requests can wait. Think about it this way. If a homeowner could not expect a situation to be fixed the same night, a tenant should not either. That said, sometimes you'll need to have thick skin and be able to say, Yes, I know it's hot, but I cannot get someone out to fix the AC until tomorrow morning. Issues that usually require immediate emergency service are 1. A leak that cannot be stopped by turning off a shutoff valve 2. A sewage backup 3. No functional toilet Of course, there are some other emergencies too, but these are the most common. Fortunately, Roto-Rooter or snake and rooter can handle these issues, so you basically always have someone to call. Unfortunately, neither of those is cheap. If you can find a less expensive alternative, it would be worth it. Who should you hire to do maintenance work? There are multiple ways to get maintenance done. Which way is best depends greatly on your situation and how you want to approach it. Here are several approaches to ensuring maintenance issues are attended to quickly. Do it yourself. If you have just a few rentals and are managing yourself, this is not a bad way to go about it. Indeed, I have a friend who has about 10 rentals and his full-time job is just managing and doing maintenance on them. That being said, you obviously have to be handy and have the time to do this. Time is money, after all. Further, you have to understand there are certain things you cannot do. No one is a quality plumber, electrician, roofer, foundation repair specialist, HVAC technician, etc., all at the same time. So it's critical to find contractors for tasks you cannot do. Hire contractors. You can also simply have contractors do all of the work, instead of just the things you cannot do. This can be a bit tricky, though, as few contractors will have much interest in doing small repairs like replacing a worn gasket or a broken storm door. It's easiest to convince a contractor to do such work if you are also giving them rehab work to do. Overall, I'm not a huge fan of this option for basic work, maybe as a stopgap measure, but not as a long-term solution. Maintenance companies. There are also some maintenance companies that do-it-yourself managers can hire for their maintenance needs. They tend to be a bit expensive, but they are definitely an option to consider. Third-party management companies. If you do hire a third-party property management company, they will have maintenance technicians on staff, so those tasks will also be outsourced. Just remember... Having a third-party management company does not mean you can just sit back and relax. You still need to manage the manager. Hiring employees. If you are managing yourself, once you have gotten big enough, it's time to hire your own employees. 
Take your time when doing so and make sure to check references carefully. It's hard to test a maintenance technician's abilities in a sit-down interview. Develop a series of maintenance-related questions to get an idea of their knowledge instead. If you already have a maintenance technician on staff who you trust, have the new hire work with that person for a week or two so you can get your experienced tech's opinion of them. If they aren't working out in the beginning, they won't work out long-term. Keep in mind that for maintenance, the applicant has to have a clean background check, at least for the last 10 years. Why? Because that person will be going into other people's homes, often alone, so it's important that they can be trusted. Quality pecs. So what makes for good maintenance, like good customer service? Well, we boil it down to a very simple acronym of sorts, quality pecs. Quality. Someone I know recently asked their management company to fix some kitchen drawers that tracks had broken. The fix was nothing more than to put the drawers back on the broken tracks. This kind of quality is a good way to get your tenant to find a new place to live the moment their lease expires. And unfortunately, it isn't uncommon, or perhaps fortunately, as it makes it easier to beat the competition. Yes, you need to be price conscious. Don't repair a burn mark on a Formica countertop by replacing it with a granite countertop. But every fix must be effective. Follow up with residents after a work order by email or text, or even phone, to make sure they are satisfied. Take any complaints you receive seriously. P. Professionalism. We make sure our maintenance technicians all wear shirts with our logo on them, Having them drive company vehicles or putting company decals on their vehicles is also a good idea. And stressing the importance of professionalism to anyone who does work for you is critical. No cussing or chewing tobacco or being rude or anything like that. Remember, maintenance technicians are going into people's homes. You want those people to be comfortable with them and professionalism is the way to make your residents comfortable. E. Expectations. Often, the quality level is less important than the difference between someone's expected result and the actual result. As Steve Lynch said, unrealistic expectations are premeditated resentments. Thereby, it's critical to manage expectations. We sit our residents down for an hour-long lease signing before they move in. One of the key things we make sure they understand is what we will and will not do as far as maintenance is concerned. For example, we tell them that the property is as is, and we are not going to upgrade it for them. So if they ask for a screen door to be installed when there wasn't one, we reference that original conversation and tell them, sorry. C. Communication. More often than not, a tenant will not get angry with their landlord if a maintenance project takes longer than expected or goes sideways in some way. If the landlord or property manager stays in communication with the tenant, Tenants are people, and people want to know that their concerns matter and are being addressed. They want to know you care. The natural reaction when something isn't going well is to hide from it. If you don't have good news for the resident, the temptation is to simply not contact them, so you don't have to hear them get angry at you. This is the exact wrong thing to do. Really, the most important thing they want is to hear from you, even if you have no update to tell them. So when a project is delayed, we will often tell the resident we will call the next day, even if there is no update, just to make sure they know we are on it. And then we follow through. 
Tenants, as well as just about anyone, are far more forgiving when you communicate. S. Speed. Finally, speed is essential as well. Our goal is to hit every non-emergency maintenance item within 72 business hours. That night, if it's an emergency, i.e. major leak, and the next day, if it's a minor emergency, say, no heat. Now, that does not mean the project will be done. Sometimes a project requires two or more visits. For example, patching a hole requires the patch in mud. Then you must wait for it to dry before coming back another day to paint it. Other times, parts need to be ordered, which will take time. But the goal is to get out to each property within 72 hours. Note that this is what you should demand of a third-party property manager as well. And, of course, if you cannot make it within 72 hours, then go back to C. Make sure to communicate. The bottom line. Maintenance often gets lost among the more glamorous topics of acquisition, finance, and rehab. Even with regard to property management, it is often little more than an afterthought. But it isn't that to tenants, so don't let it be that to you. Maintenance is customer service. And good customer service leads to tenant retention, lower costs, higher revenue, and thereby greater profits. Make sure to make maintenance a priority. Hope you enjoyed hearing that perspective. Before you go, are you interested in getting your personal finances in order? Then check out the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast, hosted by Scott Trench and Mindy Jensen. To learn how to save for big-time investments and launch yourself toward the life of your dreams. I'm Tyler, and I can guarantee you, I'll be right back here tomorrow.